And currently we have 43 degrees in Appomattox, 42 in Amherst, 43 in Salem and Roanoke, 44 in Danville, 43 in Bedford, and 42 in Lynchburg. Well, our number is 866-916-3776. Keep that handy. And our toll-free number is 434-248-0704. You guys have been texting in more and more about some of these local races that are going on. So we're trying to uh, scatter these candidates in as we can to the show. Uh, This morning, we're we're welcoming Jane McKeon. Did I say that right? Yes. Okay. Uh, she is running for Bedford Town Council. Good morning. Good morning. We uh, we welcome you this morning. Only girl running. Only woman running. Sorry, not girl. Um, for in this election, correct? Right. Right. All right. Now well, that makes that makes you stand out for sure. It does. It has its good and bad points there. Absolutely. So tell me why on earth you decided you were going to run for town council. Well, it all started. I guess the whole story started back around 2012, 2013 in Bedford when they went through a reversion Mm -hmm. and they decided to change from a city to a town. Mm -hmm. And from there, uh, what happened was one of the agreements between a town and the county was they would have an annexation um, in order to increase revenues. Bedford's always had difficulty with town finances and it's just gotten worse over time with inflation and right. the lack of population growth with sure. basically in the town. So they had little notices going out here and there for a while, and it was hit and miss. But when we bought our property, we, we lived in Bedford for 35 years, but we scaled back, had a horse farm out in the north side, and scaled back and downsized and went to in town. We were across that yeah. little <laughs> imaginary line on the ground right. by about maybe two blocks. Right. So we were annexed, and it was a pretty, it was an emotional time for everybody. It came up kind of fast um, at the end of spring, and then by June it got pretty contentious and emotional for mm-hmm. everybody concerned. Uh, um, yeah, I remember. I mean, we we definitely heard from the listeners. Yeah, on this, they're they're upset about the annexation. Yeah, um, they're upset about the debt that is going on do you mm-hmm. want to address that i mean the the debt well, is unbelievable yeah there's 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 some debt piled up there i mean they they tr- recently tried to get a police station going you know they were going to try to fund that right. but they just they just didn't have the funds and i know um the mayor spoke on at, at roanoke paper and said that they just couldn't afford it mm-hmm. of course that was a skyline price to begin with they could have done a little bit better on that deal i don't know why they got a design company to come in and tell them they couldn't afford it because that wasn't necessary right <laughs> you know they could have taken the population of the town and mm-hmm. gone and found out what done the math yeah yeah done the math on square footage on commercial property figured out how many men they had in the department you need about 380 square feet per officer in the department and you multiply that tack mm-hmm. on another 20 percent for overages and you can probably do a Right. Pretty nice police department for three, three to four million, right? Instead mm-hmm. of, you know, ten point five or whatever it ended up coming out on. But that was a big shock. So it but, seems like your approach is a very common sense one. Well, it is. I mean, and the thing with the annexation too is that it's one thing to want the tax revenue, and it's another thing to want the people and welcome the people, right? And they don't welcome the people hmm. because the people bring change. And change in the future is unknown. So when you have change, it starts to get pretty contentious because the people that are used to the same old, same old, they get right. very comfortable in their lifestyle and who's running 
the government. Uh-huh. And what happens is they don't want that to change. Mm-hmm. It could be um, they're friends with somebody or right. they're just the good old boy they, network. You know, yeah. and it's a small and that's town. that's everywhere. It yeah. is. And it's a small town. And I understand that. I get it. I right. mean, I get the change. But, you know, you have to get, ha- keep a mindset that you've got to be open to the new people. So my whole thought was. So, well, so you have, how long have you been in Bedford? Well, I've been in Bedford County for 35 years. Okay. And I so you're not the, exactly new. I'm not new. I worked yeah. in the police department years ago. Yeah. I was a certified dispatcher. Yeah. And I come from a law enforcement background. Okay. But anyway, um, in administra- business administration. Okay. So it was one of these things where I can sit back and complain about it, or I can get up and address the change, embrace it, and yes, try ma'am. to be proactive. Yep. And that's what I've done. And We're getting a lot of text uh, this morning uh, from folks. I'm going to read a couple to you if that's okay. Uh, yes, Bedford has never wanted change. I've lived in Bedford my whole life, and that's the way it's always been. A lot of emails that are, that are live right. texts that are echoing that, you know, just what you right. said. It's a tight-knit community, and I get yeah. it. I understand the people. I understand them. I right. really do. But you have to, um, I don't, I mean, I don't feel that the race itself is going to end up flipping and i don't think it should flip i don't think everybody should be off the town council sure in fact i was a little disappointed when they came at us uh during a town council meeting which was absolutely inappropriate you don't do that at a council meeting you don't go after your opponents you know you're not supposed to break code or decorum and that Mm -hmm. did happen on Mm -hmm. the 23rd in a town council meeting oh wow and i you know we're trying to call them out on that but the fact of the matter is, I approached people early on, and I said, look, this might end up a split deal in right. the end. We don't know, really, but it might. Sure. And if it does, obviously, I would be looking to a mentor or somebody that is going to say, okay, Jane, welcome on board, and this is how we're going to do things, right. and we'll kind of help you through the newness of it and whatnot. And uh, so that was a big disappointment when that kind of got blown out of proportion, and it just didn't have to happen. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. I'm here trying to help. <laughs> right. trying to have solutions well, I want to, yeah, because there's solutions. problems more people that come into your county and your city bedford county has grown ever since i've been here in 83 yeah and and, it, and and i was part of that i was in construction so i saw firsthand a lot of the growth mm-hmm. and i know some builders steve errington used to be on right. that council my husband co- was a contractor so you you get to see some of this silliness firsthand yeah as a as a business owner especially construction yes and if you if you don't recognize when you have growth you're, you're also going to have bad hombres coming in too it's just part of the process right you're not going to have all good people so you've got to cover all these areas and in my mind I don't know why we're not talking about solutions. You know, the fact that you would have somebody come in, even if it's somebody from the other party, you want to be cordial because guess what? You need to work with them for the next term. Right. And and all this contentiousness. It's just crazy. It, it, it's silly. There's too much to be done to, to, we don't to have be that time way. For it. Right. That's exactly. number one. We just don't have time for right. it. You know, I'm busy going out, meeting people, talking to businesses. Even if I just get out a postcard, at mm-hmm. least you're getting your name in front of them and telling them, look, I'm going to do the best I can. I just think it's time that a woman can represent the women businessmen mm-hmm. and we are the majority in Bedford. Mm-hmm. The women are the majority. Right. And it's just been way overdue and I think it's time to bring new ideas. Has new, there ever new been insight. a woman on Bedford Town Council that you have been and I think there was one going back quite a few years. I don't okay. have the exact data on that lady, but uh, yeah, it's, it's been and a while. I was told, I, you know, people, you know, even the, the council members, current council members said, you know, it's we needed a woman on, you know. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, we run a lot of the businesses now, like I said, and we, we're at the hospital, we're at all the healthcare facilities, we're in the every office in town. So, mm-hmm. right, you know, it's important. So, sure. how many how many positions are up? There's seven seats. Seven seats. Wow. Yeah. And how many candidates are there? Um, Thirteen, including myself. Yikes. Yeah. It's, Yowza. <laughs> I know. No, no wonder there. It's unheard of. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty crazy. Well, hopefully, you take something from the page of the Lynchburg City Council. Yeah. You know, Republicans Learned wanted from... it for all this time, and then they have had, it seems, a lot of infighting. They haven't led like they haven't led in Congress either. I'm just well, so frustrated. Well, and Jane and I were talking before we went on the air, and I, and I told her, I said, at this point in my life, I don't feel represented by well, it's, either it's, We try to party. go as independent thinkers because we right. are t- representing everybody. We mm-hmm. don't want to really bring the party thing into it, although right. that kind of morphs at one time or another. Sure, it right. does. But for me... Um, it's not, I can't get myself, wrap myself around that right now because I believe all residents are valued and that they all need to have a voice. Yeah. Right. And if I'm going to represent everybody, I don't want to hear, I'm not going to get into it. And what I'm getting from listeners from Bedford is that during this whole annexing process, they have never felt heard. No, well, be, it just came on so fast, and you right. have to remember people are Intent- moving I think in that's and out. By, I think that's by people design. were moving in and out. So people that moved in more recently right. had no idea. People that were here for a while had drips and drabs. Right. And what should have probably happened was a really good outline of why, when, and really, really just outline it very well and just Sketch get it, it out, out to yeah. everybody that way and tell them up front that their taxes were going to be doubled. And sometimes Mm -hmm. my next door neighbor's taxes went up 113%. Wow. Oh, my Lord. 113%. She has a two, they have a two-story brick colonial and their taxes are going to be over 11 grand. Wow. Well, I have to tell you. And they're retired. If if they think for a second that that is not, those decisions are not going to impact them on election day, they're delusional. Yep. Because that's, hard facts mm-hmm. black and white figures i mean yep. I, that's unbelievable some of these, my neighbor across the street he's a vietnam veteran mm-hmm. and he has health issues his are going up over 11 grand i mean mine went that's up 85 that, ours went up 85 percent. i've got a two-bedroom ranch these people probably didn't face a house payment that high yeah right oh yeah. And yeah. This most just, of them this are is just taxes all boomers you know most right. of them are sure. boomers you know that type of thing and then we've got a lot of uh, widows in the neighborhood lot of elderly and uh we've lo- we've lost about five families already because they can't and, afford to stay they there they just can't afford to sit they there can't afford to keep security. their home Mm-mm. that's sad and one gentleman he had his parents he, he said i you know distribute my parents medication every day and they're they're they've been in their house their, this house their whole lives that's where i grew up i mean talk about emotional he said i'm gonna have to pull them out they're gonna have to go in a nursing home those are the mm. stories that have got to be told yeah it's, uh, because it's un- because that that that's not good. So I understand mm-hmm. that part of it, and then I understand the people in the town. Well, we need more revenues, but you know, it, it's it's like okay, we get that part. I understand that. Yeah, but, but you, you just don't toward- automatically go to taxing your people who are hurting already in it, this crap economy. It was overnight, me. basically, right? Overnight. If so. they want to find out more about you, Jane, how do they do that? Well, they can go to my Facebook ch- page, and that's uh, Jane McKeon for Bedford Town Council. I'm going to be at um, the Blue Lady Restaurant this evening. Uh, today's Thursday, right? It yeah. is. It's yeah. Thursday already. Wow. I know what yeah. you mean. Yeah, I'll be there tonight from 6 to 8.30 for meet and greet. I'll have my own table and looking forward to meeting a lot of new people and chatting face-to-face and 
Very good. Addressing the issues, and hopefully I can help take everybody into the future and bring some good ideas to the to the council. To the table. All right. Uh, Jane McKeon, it's M-C-K-E-O-N is how she spells her last name if you're looking for her on Facebook. Thanks for joining us this morning. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot. And folks, get out there and vote. Yeah. Thank you. 718 here on the Morning Jam. Just want to say uh, thanks for hanging out with us. We will get to a life hack, I promise. Coming I got them ready. Okay, out of this break, we'll do that because we want you to have those hacks so you can uh, make life a little bit simpler. Mm-hmm. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. With Janet and Mark. Life Hack Thursday on the Morning Jam. Morning Jam. We do have some life hacks for you this morning. And if you're doing any traveling, you know, we've got Thanksgiving coming up. Some people are going to be traveling more than they normally yeah. would. So we got a couple of those that we'll share with you this morning. Here's one. If you have those uh, those eyeglass cases lying around, you know, those hard cases, mm-hmm. and maybe you've moved, I've probably got two at least of those at my house. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're nice cases, but I don't use them anymore because I've got new glasses. Right. Uh, keep those. Don't get rid of them because they're perfect to carry like your uh, little cords for your phones, your oh, charger cords yeah. without them getting crushed and the wires broken. Yeah. You know how I weird radio people are about that. Oh, I know. Uh, but there I is know. a good way to, to hold little cords like that. And mm-hmm. they're all in one place. You're not digging through the whole bag to try to find them at the bottom. Uh, mm-hmm. If you have glass bottles, things like perfume or of that nature, you can uh, put them down in a sock. That will keep them protected from breaking as you're uh, being jostled about. And the best thing you can do is not take all those glass pieces with you, okay. uh, especially ladies. If you're doing, you know, foundation and things like that, you can uh, buy bottles to put smaller versions of your shampoos and makeups, things like that. But you can even use things like contact lens holders for uh, for like a foundation. It's a great way to take oh. just a little bit of foundation. Okay, so you don't have to take everything with you. Wow. There you go. Well. To keep my foundation. That's all for now, girls. <laughs> oh, Lordy. 866-916-3776. You're on the morning, Jam. Good morning. Hey, guys. Good morning. Morning. Hey, I always like those uh, life hacks that you get bring, Janet. Sometimes we get some awesome. good ones. Yeah. Yeah, you really do. And, uh, I, was, uh, I was just calling in. I heard you and Dr. Harb uh, talking about... Trump yesterday, how y'all don't like him, and you don't, I mean, he's going to be the nominee. That's or, not, that's, the, he, he he just said, in his opinion, he didn't think mm-hmm. it was what was good for the country. That, that's, that was his opinion. Yeah. Why? 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 Because of the way the, the whole GOP is fractured. Trump is the reason that we even have, I think, uh, a Bobby Kennedy Jr. running. Is because um, 
I don't agree with that. A man uh, that you say you will vote for. Well, if it's not Trump or Vivek, then, yeah, that's who I would vote for. That would be the third guy that I would vote for, yeah. Okay. Um, well, the um, polls are showing just, that he's hurting Trump. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's not. If you look at that, look at that last poll I saw on Twitter yesterday, um, Trump has won in Pennsylvania, uh, Georgia, Arizona with Bobby Ann. Alan, there are numerous polls, including the Marist poll that was just done this week, that shows if Kennedy was in the race, there would be a dramatic shift and it would go in Biden's direction. I don't believe that. Well, that's fine. A lot of Democrats would. There are a lot of Democrats that are pissed off with Biden and do not like Biden. And they'll vote for Kennedy. And and there are a lot of independents that voted for Trump that won't vote for him again, and guess who they're going to vote for? They're going to vote for Kennedy. Well, Trump, is, Trump is getting 60 or 70 percent of the vote in the Republican Party. How is any other candidate going to get elected, Jim? I mean, because of Bobby Kennedy. Doing good. Because he's going to be DeSantis. pulling votes. <laughs> well, uh, wouldn't, wouldn't he be pulling vote, votes from DeSantis, too? I'm just saying. Uh, well, DeSantis right? I don't, I don't think DeSantis is a, is a player, according yeah. to you. He's not a factor. He's not a factor. But, I mean... Well, I mean, they're not. If you look at the polls, Trump okay. is, a, is, a, is a giant. But most of us out here like Trump. I, I don't know where y'all are not. Uh, I mean, a lot of us truckers and blue-collar guys, my parents. Well, I'm getting all of kinds them, of texts saying you've been on the air talking about how Bobby Kennedy was your man. I No, I was saying he was. <laughs> I have never said that. I've said Trump is my man. All right. All right. <laughs> We're, we got to move on, buddy. Appreciate we it. We know where you are. We okay. know where you He's stand. Trump. He's, He's all Trump, Trump unless He's it's Trump not Trump. He's Trump all the way now. It's, if, if, if it's not Trump, then, you know, it's Bobby. Okay. You know, if, if Trump's not in it. If Trump's not the, the choice. If right. DeSantis is the choice, he's, gonna yeah, he's for going to vote for Bobby. He's going for Bobby. Got it. Or Vivek. Or Viv- oh, you know, but huh. Vivek's not gonna. He's not gonna know, be a factor. He, he might be. I mean, if Trump wins, he may pick him. I, I wouldn't suggest that he pick him for the no. VP. No, he he hasn't done himself any favors. I don't think, yeah, especially lately. Right, so, you know. right. Um, I got gotcha. you. But uh, if you guys want to see some of these polls that are, you know, it's all out there for you to see. So. Well, and it's you know, and I and I don't want to downplay. Because I had to do a poll yesterday with five people. You did? Over something. How'd that go? Well, I mean, did everything went in the direction I you thought, thought it, was it gonna, would. Yeah. was going to go, but it was not scientific. Right. And these people, I mean, obviously the polls can be wrong. I mean, Dewey wins. They printed the newspaper. Well. He um, didn't win. They also Truman thought, won. They also thought Hillary was going to win. Right. I mean, they had the, they, they had a barge off of New York's harbor right. with fireworks on right it, ready to blow those puppies up the night of the election right for hillary where did those did they sell those secondhand to somebody mm. for because that would have been in january yeah. or, or november so do you hold can so you can you, you hang hold on those to, for new year sure yeah i guess you can yeah absolutely i, th- I, I, I thought i saw it on the marketplace barge of fireworks <laughs> for sale for sale half price of course it you know spells out hillary when you fire them well, off this is true uh, but you could just just do like get rid of that h and the i and then it right. just spells lot what dang yeah and the, rose you you should be a wedding planner or I'm something just, i'm just saying you, know, you just you just remove a few letters and you've got truth in advertising man i love it i could see you selling a wedding dress that didn't get used because of a engagement blowing up i knew i knew this gal that was your size i know it person. didn't go so well that's right
<laughs> hey, I've had a few. Right. Have you had a few of those? I've had. I've gotten my deposits, and oh. and it's non-refundable. And it didn't go. I've never had one that that the uh, they didn't end up getting married. Yeah, I've I've had a now, couple. I had one mm-hmm. that I didn't think I was going to get down the aisle. Mm. I did have that happen. Really, that was a that was a stress. And I loved this couple. I right. loved them. Right, but she was a nervous wreck, an absolute nervous wreck. And my um, my officiant mm-hmm. was quite elderly. Oh wow! And yeah. And I and I had already gone to her saying, "Okay, this is when I need you to bring him out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be in the back area, so right. at this time you need to get him out." Right. So I'm back there. We're late, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to, you know, it's going to be fine. You're right. going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Everything's going to be fine. So we're like five minutes right. late get, getting her down. I get ready to send her down the aisle. No officiant. Oh no! You talk about feeling like you are herding oh, cats. Oh my gosh! It was, and, and she was just older, and and just wasn't. And when I say older, I mean like well, well, well into her 80s. So was she sitting down somewhere? Or? She and the the groom were still in the room. Oh, my And gosh. she just didn't realize how late it was. This is where the radios come in. You know, you got to have a bunch of people like Secret Service and they're well, tapping their the, ears. Typically, um, I would have had Bailey up up front oh, okay. and i would have been in the back or vice versa right. and she couldn't work that day uh, and so but you could i've always been able to rely on the on the pastor mm-hmm. or the officiant this is your time and then they just kind of run things right right, there. right sure didn't happen that not day. this time not today <laughs> not today Kimber- right. kimberly mcbroom coming up with some news some more life hacks and we'll have some local stuff for you as well thanks for joining us on this thursday edition of the show cbs is next 43 in Appomattox, 43 in Salem, Roanoke, Bedford, 42 in Lynchburg, 44 in Danville, 42 in Amherst. Matt and his wife, uh, Betsy, and their one of their colleagues is going to join us in the next hour. We're gonna, wow. We're going to talk All about of them? Lynchburg's finest. Yeah, we're going to find another We're going to break fire code, man, <laughs> in this well, little studio. We'll have some fun with it. Uh, Matt and Betsy have known for, for uh, a number of years. Just a lovely couple. they got a great business going. Of course, Matt our uh, full-time meteorologist now and uh, we're so excited to have him giving us uh, those friendly weather forecasts so and the weather has been uh, it's been decent I'm, I'm digging this weather uh, especially you know if you had a chance to get up to the lake my uh, my sensei and i along with a good friend and former pastor friend of mine or he was a former pastor we would go out on the lake usually in october that last gasp for uh, going on a pontoon before the weather got too right. cold, but I don't know if there is a bad time to go on the lake, even even when I don't just think put more so. clothes on. You just put a hoodie on. You're just not doing the pirate fights. That's and, what hoodies are for. That's right. So, anyways, uh, speaking of the lake, Lake Christian Ministries held a groundbreaking ceremony for a new facility yesterday. Uh, it is a nonprofit based in Manita. They provide food, clothing, household items, items, financial aid, and job assistance for less fortunate in the uh, Bedford Franklin. And Pennsylvania County areas, the, this new facility will work with the current center to provide resources uh, for families in need. As priorly stated, Jane Winters, the executive director uh, for Lake Christian Ministries, uh, says the the new addition is necessary uh, following the pandemic. Uh, the building will be on uh, the, the current campus on Old Manita Road. Construction is expected uh, to take seven to nine months 
with the grand opening, hoping for next spring. So uh, say a prayer for them. If you want to look for somebody good to, you know, support up that way, it looks like they're doing some really great work on the lake. Yesterday, a Lynchburg man was found guilty of dozens of child pornography charges, and uh, he found out just how long he would spend behind bars. 46-year-old Sean Kearns was sentenced in Lynchburg Circuit Court uh, on a, well, quite staggering 93 different counts. Uh, He entered court facing up to 935 years in prison if given the maximum sentence. It all began when the Southern Virginia Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force received information in 2016 that Kern's computer was involved in the sale and possible distribution of child pornography. Hmm. Uh, The search warrant later confirmed that suspicion. Commonwealth attorney explained in the hearing that they found over 200 pieces of pornography but decided to only prosecute 93 of them. Hmm. Uh, Fast forward to this year, Kearns was found guilty of the 92 counts. Uh, The defense began with a motion to set aside the jury's decision, argued there was never any direct evidence. Judge Watson rejected that motion and continued with sentencing. He decided on the following one year on the first offense count, Mm. possession of child pornography with none suspended, 92 years for the remaining second or subsequent offense counts, uh, 82 of which will be suspended. So 11 years behind bars. Okay. Um, Of course, despite that ruling, the case isn't over yet. Um, It looks like uh, with this decision still withstanding, uh, Kearns is required to register as a sex offender and is not permitted within 100 feet of any school playground or location where children are. Okay. That sounds sounds like a reasonable boundary there for sure. So, skilled games. Playing much? (laughs) <laughs> and we all laughed and laughed. I, I, no. I just wonder why they're called skill games. Is Do you know the reason behind that? Because it makes it easier for them to take your money. That's why. Because <laughs> you're skilled. Okay. They're implying that you're skilled at losing your money. So. I, I All I know is I there was a. it's still there. There's a small, um, actually it used to be a restaurant on Old Old Forest Road. It was one of the little restaurants you could go to back in the 80s. Then it was vacant for many years. It's been turned into a convenience store. I, w- I walked in there, I don't know, it was about a year and a half ago. And there was a lady, looked like she had been there a while playing the games, but they had to go back into the cooler, right. you know, where the beer was and all that kind of stuff. And this lady had to get up because it was so pushed into a corner, probably not fire code mm. compliant. Right. But anyway, she had to get up so they could go back in the cooler and, um, Anyway, I went there a couple, three weeks later, and there she was again. Mm. So she uh, apparently playing the skilled games for uh, for something to do. Uh, there are jobs out there. Anyways, lunchtime at Don Ho's restaurant and lounge is more about the special uh, uh, about the specials than the skilled games. Uh, but uh, Donnie Sutliff says the machines have made the difference for his business, especially during COVID. Kept him alive. Mm-hmm. Sure, that's so uh, the true. patrons come in. Some of them like karaoke. And where is this? Uh, this is uh, Don Ho's uh, restaurant in Roanoke. In Roanoke, okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh, some of them like to shoot pool. Some of them like to play the queen machines. I guess that's... Wow. Because you have to be a queen to play That would them. be my machine. Because <laughs> anyway. they don't have a princess one. They've got... <laughs> they have three machines. Anyways, this is all about oh, the, uh, the Attorney General... Uh, 
uh, Jason Mieres is recommending that the Commonwealth uh, delays the enforcement of, of some of this stuff. Remember, they were nixed, and yeah. then they were sort of unnixed. So they're still going, at least until mid-November. Look, this thing's there, still in the courts. There are a lot of people fighting to keep those games. Yeah. Uh, and they're the same people that are fighting to keep places like Rosie's right. out the community because mm-hmm. they know that it, that's going to hurt cut, them. cut into their right. skilled games. Right. I'm thinking, I'm all, I'm all for skilled games if it's teaching you a skill to go out and get a job. Right. Now, some people... It, I, I just think they're, they're kind of predatory. Mm-hmm. I, I, it just feels like... I don't know, but I but I've also felt like that about the lottery. Well, you get so, the shot you know. of dopamine. You think you're going to win, and, right? And and all that stuff. And but I mean, you know, if people can go anywhere and gamble. So if it right. wasn't that, they're going to go somewhere yeah. else. But Fanduel and all that stuff. You can gamble on sports now. Yeah, I think our guy here does that. Yeah, we definitely have some sports guys. Yeah. who are because it pops up all the time. Yeah, made made a little bit of money. I mean, you probably thought it was me <laughs> because I'm so up on my yeah, sports. Janet. Why is that pop-up ad over there? Yeah, really. No, not me. Bet Uh, on the uh, (laughs) Green Bay Packers tonight. Yeah. Um, Lynchburg Department of uh, Water Resources has announced a lane closure for today. It's going to start at 10 a.m. It's going to run until 2 on Miller Street, Mm. as well as, this is the thing, the on-ramp to the expressway from Grace Street. Yeah, that's going to be a problem. Apparently, there's a sinkhole. Oh. So they're having to deal with it. They that. got a water leak. Motorists, including emergency vehicles, mm-hmm. should use an alternative route. During this time, Grace Street will remain accessible right. from the Lynchburg Expressway via the northbound exit. But getting on the expressway from Grace Street, not going to be a possibility. So now you know. It's very hard to keep up. It is. They need like a little map that is like constantly changing. Mm. Well, because... Virginia 511 has that. Yeah, it does. That's you can true. see like the little yeah. dot. And if it's like this dot, you know it's closed. And if it's this one, you know it's probably going to be slow. I mean, seems like we could have that. And in this case, you don't want to become part of the dot because that means you might be in a hole right. somewhere. I mean, downtown definitely needs one. Oh, my gosh. It's got a big dot going. There should be an app for that. <laughs> it's time for Janet's Five and Dine on the Morning Jam. Give her five minutes, and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. Have you considered the, the Five and Dine app? Um, is it in development? I, or Well, I, I do have my fine Five and Dine group on Facebook right. where you can go. If you go and join the group on Facebook, yeah. you can search anything on that whole page. Oh, okay. So, like, if you heard a recipe a year ago, and right. you're like, oh, I wonder where, like, white chicken chili. Yeah. Um, you could type that in. Which, by the way, won the chili cook-off two years ago at your house. Yeah, because it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Um, Kathy. And there's and there's two of those in there, but the one you're going to want is the one where I mentioned Dr. Kathy. Right. So, you can go and search all that stuff. So it's, See it's how I did cool. that? The memory actually picked that up. I know, that's Because I can really dial in on food. It's <laughs> I can zero in. There's you're... other stuff. Like, not you know, so the much. important stuff. Right. <laughs> Song so lyrics and food on it. <laughs> All right. Today's recipe brought to you by FNL Market, Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg, cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day. Don't forget, today mm-hmm. is Throwback Thursday. Yeah, that's right. And you don't want to miss Throwback Thursday because there's some great deals mm. for today only. Boneless Chuck Rose, three ninety eight a pound. Uh, fresh ground Chuck is three ninety eight a pound. Dole Bananas, $0.39 cents a pound. And County Line frozen chicken wing dings are seven ninety nine for a five pound bag. Gee golly wow. Yeah. <laughs>
go get you some wing dings. That's just fun to say. I know. Right I, there. I, I can get it. I think Ricky Bobby would eat those. I all right. he would. <laughs> all right. All right. Here we go. Um, so today's recipe is one. They asked for some uh, some for things for turkey and chicken. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So we've got that for you today. Today is a ground orange chicken, uh, very similar to uh, like if you want to take out, but you want it to be a healthier takeout. This will be a good choice for that. Uh, you're going to start with a pound of ground chicken, a tablespoon of ginger root minced, two teaspoons of garlic minced, a uh, fourth of a teaspoon of hot chili pepper. And I think that's really important. Okay. Uh, you're going to start, though, by making your sauce, which is going to be your rice wine vinegar, um, two tablespoons of water, sesame oil, soy sauce, sugar, white vinegar, and orange zest. Then to make the cornstarch mixture, you're going to put your cornstarch and the remaining water and set aside. Then in a large pan, add a little bit of, of olive oil because chicken is really, really lean. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to have to have a little bit of oil in there. And you're going to cook it until you get some nice browning. Okay. And get that browning on there before you start breaking that chicken apart. I think that's where a lot of people screw up with ground chicken and ground turkey. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that pasty color and right. they don't really it's not as inviting to them mm-hmm. let that crust build on there before you start breaking it apart once it's cooked add in the ginger garlic and crushed red pepper and then you're going to add that orange sauce bring it to a boil and it's going to be just beautiful and it's going to be so tasty here's the thing with this you can serve it over rice or mm-hmm. noodles or it makes a great lettuce cup Oh, okay. Cool. You just take the lettuce cups and you put that right over in there, and it's super delicious. Find this recipe by going to Facebook. Type in Janet's Five and Dine. Brought to you by FNL Market. They're on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg, and their meats are cut above. Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the morning jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Life Hack Thursday on the Morning Jam. Morning Jam. I'm going to call these my Mark Lamb Life Hacks because you're going to love them. Do they involve Reese cups of some kind? No, they're not food, but they are very manly. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, cleaning out your gutters can be a little bit oh, of a problem. Oh, I need this one. I need this one right now, especially. I didn't necessarily think this one would work, but then I went and looked at a video and it did work. You can attach a PVC pipe to your lawn blower and clean out your gutter with your feet firmly planted on the ground. I, I, I'm liking it so far. I mean, it's it's pretty... I mean, go and look at the video. Okay. But this guy put a PVC pipe on the end of his leaf blower right. and got those leaves right on out of there. Mm-hmm. So, especially if they're fresh leaves... Yeah. I think it would work really, yeah, really yeah. well. The, once the rain gets on them, they, they sort harder. of start sticking together right. and all that stuff. But, I, you know, I think it could be good. Here's another one. No storage space, no problem. Okay. If you've got chairs that you're storing in your basement, consider hanging them on the wall to make a makeshift closet. Follow me here. Okay. You hang the chair on the wall with the seat out. Right. And fold it down. Upright, upright, normally. In other words, you don't put it upside down. But you're hanging it on the wall. Right, you're hanging it on the wall. And that creates a little shelf that you could set a box on. Okay. It also creates a little rack on the bottom at the rail of the chair where you could hang things on. Oh, my gosh. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. It's a a good one. That is a good one. See, I knew you would like both of those. All right. I knew you would. You want one more? Not throwing away that wooden chair, honey. 
I'm Here, gonna nail it to the wall. Here's here's <laughs> one more. Okay. Wanna improve that Wi Fi signal? You can do it with an old soda can. You can cut okay, it open. Okay, wait a minute. I'm I'm looking at this video. It's like making your antenna like a satellite receiver. It is. Oh my gosh. So you use the hole that you drink yeah, out yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. And you, and you open it up and you curve it around. Right. And you're making like a little a little scoop yeah, it's to like, hold that well, signal it's, in. It's almost like what we use it here is. at the station, like the that's microwave antenna that's on our building. Yep, and, and I can it's tell you, just like that. I'm doing this when I get home. Yeah. So I can like keep How it more that? towards this side. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. So there we are. There you have it. I knew you would love those. Yeah. I like that one. I, I try to mix it up. Mm-hmm. Like I try, I try to have ones. I try to just do ones that like everybody mm-hmm. can use, but sometimes it's more, you know. That one is very intriguing to me. Yeah. Because it deflects. You're not sending a signal to the wall. You don't need it there. You or need the it to neighbors, go out. in my case. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm sending the bulk of it. Yeah, siphoning off of your internet. Right. Yeah. And I did, I did move it more inward. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never guess it. Never. <laughs> never, never, never. All right, so we always have quite a few wedding stories because yeah. I do weddings, you do weddings. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is an interesting one. I, I, I've had similar things but never quite like this a family standoff is what playing out in real time on social media oh yeah oh. because if there's anything we love it's people airing their dirty laundry on social media that's my right, favorite right. that's why they have the meme of the guy sitting there eating popcorn and that people put up because they're just there for the drama right so Jeez. a bride-to-be Describing herself as 26 years old, Mm -hmm. shared her story with others and asked for their recommendations on how she's handling it. Oh, Lord. Over 8,000 people have reacted. Oh, this must be hit a nerve. People have experienced whatever this person's gone through. And and you're going to you're going to know because you've if you haven't directly dealt with it, you've observed it and knew it was going on. Right. I I guarantee you. Mm. So. She wrote that her sister, who is two years older than she is, mm-hmm. uh, providing more context, the woman wrote that her family upbringing, we were raised in a liberal home where we were allowed to wear anything or nothing at home. Okay. Interesting. She says her sister has always leaned towards the very little or nothing. Okay. And she said, and I really didn't care because we were home. Right. And it was never right. a big deal. That's how sure. you know, we were raised. However, (laughs) I am certain because my wedding will be in February and my sister, who is also one of the bridesmaids, has shown me what she intends to wear. Uh Uh-oh. I was shocked to say the least. The dress clearly shows that she's not wearing any underwear. Oh, boy. It slid up to her waist. Oh, boy. Her back and her chest are barely even covered. Can, Can I address something right here just really quick? Sure. Why does why do why does the bride especially have to bear half of her breast on her wedding day? When when why, did that start? Why happening? do we have to do that? When did you see that start? Probably ten years ago. Okay. It's just holy cow. It's so gross. That too. is for your man to see later on that night. Right. No, not no, not no, but, all of us. And and the funniest thing of all is that they're wearing white. 
Right. That's the one I found really, right, right. really okay, hysterical. I'm sorry. I, that, that just, I no, wanted to address that with well, you. Because same, thing, same thing with proms. Right. I mean, these girls are coming out and like they should be in a Las Vegas showgirls right, right. act. Exactly. And they're going to prom. Yeah. So she, she said, I'm going to be so uncomfortable um, with her being around mm-hmm. my fiance, his oh, family, yeah, yeah. going to be looking at that. Sure. Um, <laughs> the bride's own parents said, nothing wrong with the outfit. Right. Of course. She said, she told her sister, if she doesn't find a different, more appropriate dress, she's no longer one of the bridesmaids. Oh, wow. And is not invited to the wedding. Wow, is that? Oh, even to the wedding. <laughs> that's, uh, bah, that's, bah, bah. <laughs> that is interesting. The young woman, <laughs> one young woman on Reddit, she says that uh, she's being unfair, that she has no right to control what people wear. And but, but she does have control who comes to her wedding, though, and in my mind. Well, this was, this was where she went wrong, and okay. that's why sometimes you need someone like me, a, a wedding planner. Right, right. But you don't call me when all this crap goes right, right, wrong. Right, right. You, you call me beforehand. Yes, exactly. So I can help you talk through these things. Sure. Her mistake was not selecting the dress for the bridesmaids. Her right. mistake was, this is the color. You all can pick the dress, which is a popular trend. Yeah. So that was where she made her mistake. Well, I mean, these people that take it to the nth degree, the whole experience, this is part of the thing is they take the whole day and they go look yeah, at dresses as right. a group. Yeah. You know. Of course, you know, she's getting hers at the local nudist colony. But, you know, <laughs> right. she says her parents aren't talking to her. Oh, boy. My fiance said he doesn't have an opinion. Go with what I decided. That's a wise man there. Yes. Your marriage will last a long time <laughs> just with that alone. Wow. Um, they reached out to a psychologist for a professional insight, wrote one commentator receiving thousands of upvotes for this remark, and this is the reason why people should elope. We also had a yeah, listener just well, text that to us. Yeah. Um, put your foot down that your sister will not be dressing like she's going to the MTV Music Awards. Yes, exactly. Or she won't be in your wedding because right. you're the damn bride. Yep. And in this case, you can control what your bridal party and, frankly, even your guests wear. That's true. Mm-hmm. The commentator said, even if your parents aren't talking to you or don't even attend, get married. Yep. And your sister can be disinvited if she doesn't behave. Yep. Another commenter sounded uh, this note of exasperation. Oh, for crying out loud. Dress codes exist everywhere in life. And right. yes, the host of an event can set the dress code. Mm-hmm. One commentator said to the sister, does she not work for a living? Well, she may, but <laughs> we <laughs> there, don't know. there may be a reason why. What street why. corner she's on. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or if she's got one of those private channels. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> okay. uh, another person said, incredibly attention-seeking. She's not the main character at your wedding. Right. She needs to choose something else. I've seen, I've seen stepmoms do this. Mm-hmm. I've seen moms of the bride try to upstage the bride. Right. I've seen moms of the groom. Right. Try to upstage the bride. Aunts, bridesmaids. I've, now that you I've mention it, it, I've seen some pretty suggestive. Yeah. Mom. Yeah. Outfits. Yeah. Yeah. I I didn't do the wedding, but I knew of a wedding where mm-hmm. the bride got a dress exactly like the wedding dress in a different color oh my gosh wow that was in a, a say yes to the dress episode tackiest thing i ever saw <laughs> and you could tell mom was trying to reclaim some old glory because the bloom was off the old rose if you know what i mean 
CBS News coming up at the top of the hour. We've got uh, Matt Ferguson and crew coming in. Yeah, next they'll hour. be here around eight thirty-six. That'll be fun. Yeah.